0: This podcast was first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South community access radio station. For more information on Fresh FM, as well as links to other great local podcasts, go on our website freshfm.net or download the accessmedia.nz app. Kia ora, friends. I'm Joanna Santa Barbara of Motueka, bringing you an eco-postcard. Each week, I send you a small snapshot of a few things going on in our world concerning the health of our beautiful planet. Sometimes it's good news and sometimes it's bad news. So today I've got a couple of action items, actually, starting with very local and referring to the activities of the Nelson Tasman Climate Forum, which holds a a HUI or a large meeting once a month and on this occasion, the next meeting is August the 28th, Saturday morning, 9 to 12.30. And it's at the Mahitahi Collab which is on the campus of NMIT in Nelson. And it should be a very interesting one. It'll have a few other things like a little section on the voice of youth where young people will talk about their climate concerns. But its major focus will be on how we can measure our own carbon footprint in our households and how we in our families can develop our own climate action plans and thus contribute substantially to what needs to be done. So... Turn up at 9am on uh, NMIT campus Mahitahi CoLab on August the 28th to find out how you can act yourself Um, and this session will be led by notable Nelson architect and activist Lindsay Wood. Right-o! Move up to the global stage at the next little section here. uh, I'm going to refer to the very recently released sixth assessment report by the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, the IPCC. And quite a lot of people were pretty upset to read this sixth assessment report. Now, what we were reading was Part one of a three-part report, and part one by Working Group 1 is the science. What developments have there been in the science of climate change since the fifth assessment report, which is, I think, about eight years ago? So, it was bleak reading. We have not done well over these this period. Global heating continues as we know from daily reports of wildfires and the poles melting, etc. So lots of people felt pretty disturbed by what they learned in this report. Others who've been watching over the decades were not so much more perturbed as simply continually perturbed because a lot of this Appeared in previous assessment reports, and, and a big, a main difference was more refined information, more certainty about both the dimensions and the nature of human interference with the climate. But what I'm going to focus on today is actually part three of the IPC sixth assessment report, which has not been released yet, but which has been leaked by a cluster of Spanish scientists who wanted to leak it ahead of time because all of these reports are subject to government approval. And the the part three is the most politically sensitive aspect of the report and has to do with ways of reducing the human influence on climate. So this cluster of scientists thought that it's likely to be watered down as it passes through elective representatives because all of this is very difficult, very sensitive politically, and they wanted to get it out in its early form before it got watered down. So it's, it's quite interesting to look at this leaked version. And in this version, they talk about, they make it clear that we haven't yet begun to get our heads around the transformation that is needed if we are going to give future generations a fair go at a decent world that stays under 1.5 degrees. So we have a lot to do and no wonder that's politically sensitive. We have to realize that our lifestyles, especially in rich countries and New Zealand would be in that category, we have to learn to live with less heating and less cooling in our houses, less appliance use of things like clothes dryers and dishwashers. Less car use, less meat. We have to halve our emissions in the next decade. We must insist that there's no new fossil fuel development. And as an example of the political sensitivity of this stuff, we note that our government has just given two new oil and gas exploration permits for use onshore in Taranaki that must not happen those those permits should be revoked the report comments that we must cut methane and that while all that we do in terms of reforestation and curbing land use change is important and must increase it cannot compensate for emissions reduction we can't imagine that we can just plant trees and that'll do the trick. We've got to reduce emissions. And that comes down to how this stuff affects our own daily lives here in Nelson, Tasman. And things like the changes that are being worked on in Richmond to make streets safer, for walking and cycling, safer for kids walking to schools, and how it means traffic slowing with speed bumps and some street closures so that kids can cross safely to their schools, and some giving up of on-street parking. And this is where it hits our lives, and community resistance can be felt. There's been resistance to some of these elements that have been tried out to make Richmond streets safer and calmer, to increase walking and cycling. So it's important for us to be prepared to accept these changes and make these changes. A criticism of this leaked report was that it doesn't mention that we have to transform the current Growth and GDP obsessed economy uh, that we can't keep on using more of what nature gives us and turning it into stuff for ourselves, that we have to curb that too. Okay. So that's what seemed important to me to let you know about this morning. I'm Joanna Santa Barbara. This has been an Eco Postcard. Eco Postcards is on Monday afternoons at 3:30 p.m. and Saturday mornings 9:50 a.m. Till next week. Bye for now. Thanks to New Zealand on Air for making this podcast available by funding the Access Media project. Other great podcasts from Fresh FM are available through the accessmedia.nz app or our website freshfm.net.